0: A pressing record. As I was saying, I don't know if I could teach you. Like I could teach someone, and I could definitely tell you how to do it. But I, I just think it's you, a, like you, are good at many things. You know, I'll give you a compliment. You're quite a talented, yeah. young man. But the technical stuff, I'm not Computing, sure if, you can, just, yeah, if you've got it in you to learn it. it.
1: Nah, i I kind of a bit crook and having this meltdown and then as soon as I hit a snag, I lose all of my ability <laughs> to overcome these. It's the digital snags that get me the most. If it's a physical snag, I can see it and I'll get past it and I know what it is and I can fathom it. But the digital snags really do me in. It's a I difficult think, world to live in.
0: It is. And I think a lot of people struggle with that day to day. Is that any little setback just fucks them right up? So that you can kind of use this time now, while you are sick, to um, to f- you know feel what it's like to be one of these people that just struggles every day with life. I
1: was feeling a lot like Andy Irons just before. It's like getting in his head. I understand. He just wanted to melt away, not intentionally, but metaphorically. <clears throat> but not Yeah, I, that up. Oh,
0: yeah um, I had that feeling last Friday. I had such a hangover. I was like, I would, I, my preference right now is to disappear completely. So I did. I turned yeah. both my phones off, shut the bedroom door and disappeared. And it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it's good. It's yeah, a good thing to do. Sometimes missed, Let a lot of people down at work that day. But you know what? Sometimes you got to do you.
1: Sometimes you got to let people down so that you can bring them up when you're needed. That's right. I brought them up.
0: I worked all Sunday and brought everyone back up to speed. Oh, hey, Waz, you've got coronavirus, crazy.
1: eh? I, I definitely don't have coronavirus, but I feel like the hysteria everybody thinks. I've got quarantined from work. They're like, yeah. you're not allowed in. And i have kept telling people, so I don't have coronavirus. I just went real hard on the weekend and then – didn't sleep, had a bit of anxiety on Sunday night and so then didn't sleep. Had a nightmare, which was weird, so I didn't sleep and then Tuesday, it all came crashing down a bit of a, it's just a relapse of um, glandular fever that I have. And this Mad is the- sweats.
0: Self-diagnosed. Full body
1: aches. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it is, but I've been here before and I know it. The full body aches is the very telltale case of the swollen organs, mm. the uh, just- bad sweats and i know i just go to a place and i sweat and i get real hot and as long as i just keep drinking water i'll get through it so i just force myself fruit saline mate that uh oh, yeah. stuff fruit saline i've been just ex- chugging that
0: most problems but we were supposed mm. to podcast yesterday but you were too ill so yeah um, we had, we, and you didn't really just want to do it tonight but i sort of said <clears throat> if you are sick your brain will be working Maybe slowly, but maybe in a different way. So we might get some weird shit out of you. So it could be worthwhile.
1: Yeah. Well, all right. We'll see what happens. we also, though, um, so I'm just going to close my door one sec. It's a truck pulling into my fucking driveway.
0: Fire truck. In the meantime...
1: Yeah, right. There you go. I'm back. Um, yeah, we've been fisted by the coronavirus like oh, it's a massive time. hysteria but but uh i'm quarantined from work which isn't a bad thing but i've got lots on and i'm just feeling real good gonna go bang bang in the office and make some biscuits but it's clearly very difficult to do and then you sir your uh well we've been business.
0: royally fucked because i yeah. was supposed to be flying to perth this morning and we'd lined up three podcast guests in a row, one, one really good one, two really good ones, three really good ones, but yeah, who? <laughs> <corona laughs> <has, laughs> uh, but yeah, a travel ban at work, so I had to cancel my flights over, and pretty disappointed about that because I love a work trip to um to Perth because because of the um the weekend addition that I normally add on doing podcasts and going yep. surfing, but uh oh well.
1: Oh well, yeah, it was going to be uh, like yeah, this is one of my um predictions for 2020 was that buns will not come on our podcast and actually we had buns lined up for tonight for now. Yeah. But Bun- she's got a, who's a buns? Kid. Just Probably
0: for the people.
1: Buns. Buns is the owner of shit the Bed hot sauce that um you would have seen around Perth or around the world. Bunster's worldwide. Oh, it's, it's worldwide. Um,
0: I've seen it in yeah. pubs all over Australia, not just in WA. It's good source, too. Yeah.
1: Greatest great. Source. So that was gonna happen. But now we've had to shelve it. So
0: well, uh, and this is not the first time we've shelved anything. But this is not the first time we've shelved <laughs> Bunster. Because we actually did uh one of our first podcasts with Bunster. I've we've probably mentioned this, but uh we yeah. did it. We did an hour. She was she brought us up to her level and was really good. And we we walked out of there thinking that was easily the best one we've done to date, How Good's Bunster? And the computer fucking didn't record it. it, it the file corrupted <laughs> and we had to ring her up with our tail between our legs saying, Bunster, thanks for your time. But we fucked
1: it. <laughs> so anyway, it's not going to happen. Um, and the other two great guests or the other two may, uh, may have been the better ones coming for us. Anyway, we're here now. We're catching up digitally. Uh, you got one off the wood? Yes,
0: I do. So I am t- taking, so look, I went to Dan Murphy's last night uh, before we were going to do a podcast and I had a $50 voucher thanks to Aaron Midson, who's a listener, because um, I played tunes at his wedding a couple of weekends ago, which was followed by an absolute all-nighter, which killed me. So thanks for that, Midsen, but I did use your <laughs> voucher. So I, bought, I was going to buy Coronas to be funny, but then I re- thought, you know what, I don't actually like Corona beer. Really, so as, as funny as it would be, I bought uh, <laughs> actually bought some Sierra Nevadas pale ale because I hadn't had them oh, yeah. in a long time. They used to be really expensive. The price has come down as they've become a bit more popular over here. So I bought a couple of them, and I've also got a bottle of proper Twelve uh, Irish whiskey, which is the one that um fucking. Uh, Conor McGregor sprukes all the time. So I've got that sitting there and I'll have a little one of them towards the end of the podcast.
1: Little uh, couple of Sierra Nevadas and a 12-y.
0: I bought, yeah, two, literally two Sierra Nevadas and a a proper 12. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm
1: prepared. I've got Coronas in the fridge because I went out and bought them. And last night in my between sweats, I, I took one out and, put it on my head actually a trick i learned from the pierce brothers they're like when your eyes are just puffy and you're tired whack a uh, get a cold bottle or a cold can yeah and jam it right in your eye socket and yep. that wakes you up makes you feel so much better it's like all the all the blood flow there and i was made me feel real good so the irony that being in a feverish sweat and having a corona be my antidote was uh,
0: right in the eye uh,
1: are Lost you having everybody. one of
0: those, or are you sticking clear,
1: steering uh, clear of the booze? Just a fruit saline and a water uh, at the moment off the wood. <laughs> That's it. Fruit saline, mate. If anyone's not heard of this shit, it's like it's in the medical section in the supermarket. the yep. Or oh, it comes in a can, like your Milo can or something. But it's just sugar, salt, and like probably a bit of bicarb or something, and lemon to lemon. taste. That's it. And you, and you like dump it in a glass of water, mix it, and it effervesces. And then you drink it while it's effervescing and it's, um, it's a it's, pick-me-up. It's a sports drink after exercise. It's bloody great.
0: So refreshing. And uh, when yeah. it, we used to bushwalk a lot in Tassie when I was kids. And we'd always have a, a bag or a can of um, fruit saline. So you'd get to the spot, get a little bit of water out of the creek <clears throat> and whiz up a fruit saline. And it was just the best. Like yeah. fruit saline was Real. the best. I think the one that you find refreshing. at the shop's called Sal Vital, but there is another if you can find it called Fruit Saline, and that's that one's the bomb, but pretty tough to find these days, I reckon.
1: The the original sports drink for yeah. um yeah. For the for the uh, uh the, the health conscious. It is just fucking sugar and salt though, but still it's delicious.
0: Well that's what health drink like what's a fucking Powerade other than sugar and salt.
1: Yeah. That's it. That's it. So salt, Fruit Celine. Hey, did I ever tell up, you? I um got on a plane with Salt and Pepper, the band. That's pretty random. No, All you never came into my head. You've
0: never told I, me that.
1: <laughs> what does Salt and Pepper say? Flying from uh, the real old school nineties crew. I was on this comeback from from um, Darwin, and I get in this on this plane, and Salt and Pepper was sitting on the front, and I didn't know who they are. So they're, they're black, and I was like, "Oh, that's <laughs> different. They're like American, African American, black." I was like, "Okay, that's interesting." There's five or six black people at the front and both sides of the plane. I was like, all right. And then half of the plane was like of that ethnicity. And I was like, this is really weird. Like what's going on on this plane? Am I flying to the right state or city or wherever? And um, anyway, it was the the 90s like um, tour they'd done around Australia. Like they were playing this massive 90s festival doing one yeah. night in every city. And I get right down the back. And I always book the very back seat on the plane, back window. So you can smell oh, the toilets. And so yeah, so smell the toilets, make friends with the hosties. And um, there's one bloke down the back there sitting next to me, not next to me, there was a seat between us. And he had a baseball cap on with like cutouts on it in the top for like these two dreadlocked kind of pigtails sticking out the top. And I'm like, fucking hell, this dude's weird ass. I'm like,
0: I'm hey, That's man. a rare like, man.
1: I was like rowdy haircut dude, and he like didn't really want a bar of me. I was like, all right, just sat in my corner. Um, and then we got off the plane. Obviously, we the last to get off, and it's fucking Coolio. Turns out, I sat next to Coolio. You said it. What
0: the fuck is Coolio doing flying, um, like coach? <laughs> when what who are you well- like flying Jetstar or some shit? That, yeah, um, you it would have been a
1: yeah,
0: virgin, sitting it. at the back of a virgin plane near the toilets. Coolio. Like, yeah, me and Coolio. Guy, yeah. And you. Yeah, I understand you that. flying the back of a virgin plane. <laughs> I can, I'm okay with that. But Coolio, you would think would be flying private jets and shit, but.
1: Well, they were all on it. There was like, that was, everyone's on that plane, like one flight, one in, all in. It was real strange, but yeah. yeah. I had no idea. Well, that's it's good. People getting photos. That's yeah, cool. I wish I'd known who he was. Probably wouldn't have said anything yeah what was because you know.
0: he was all the rage when i was in high school what was his um big track coolio uh,
1: i have no idea
0: Um uh, you're the wrong my, guy
1: to ask my, you? yeah it wasn't my genre of music then or now
0: no it wasn't mate. mine but my mate sam button fucking loved coolio <laughs> he was a wigger
1: um, <laughs> He's a wigger. can you say wigger i think you can say I wigger can okay you? yeah well yeah i won't get you to Explain, explain who, what it is. Oh, so is. I'm just looking at Pitcher yeah. Coolio.
0: He's got those two dreadlocks that he looks really good. Yeah,
1: in. and he's bald now. Like he had – that was his um, trademark, but he's still got them, but he's got the whole head shaved and it's just those two dreadlocks sticking out top yeah. of his cap.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, he did Gangster's Paradise, but that's – I was thinking of something a lot like well, that's one of the greatest songs of all time. You sat next to the guy that did Gangster's Paradise and didn't get to talk to him. Yeah.
1: You, you yeah. sat in a car with Dexter,
0: didn't you? DJ Dexter? Yeah, DJ Dexter from um, the Avalanches gave me and Trav a lift back from Mount Hotham when we were hitchhiking. Told us about the history of scratching records, which we didn't really give a fuck about, but he was pretty passionate <laughs> about it. <laughs> had a pretty sweet, sweet ride as well. So, yeah.
1: What, what kind of car was he driving?
0: Uh, like a um, Land, uh, what is it? Land Rover? Land Cruiser? No, <laughs> Oh, Land Range Rover, Rover. Range yeah. Rover, black Range, Range Rover, Rover, leather seats, like one of the massive ones, like a soccer mom car. Yeah. Also, I flew on a plane with um, run the jewels as well. They stood out.
1: Good. Oh fuck! I've this, just turned this, the TV Planes like planes to to catch people, aren't they? Like where you you got people captured, but also like people got to fly in planes, and people there's a get around? Yeah. You know, you're not Richard Branson, or you're not like flying private jets. You got to get around. You got to go through the airport, through customs. It's kind of like meeting surfers in the lineup, like surfing one of those sports. You're not playing tennis with Rafael Nadal, but you're sharing the point break with Kelly Slater. Pretty out there. Sorry, I Planes with musicians. What, what's going on in the background there? Hang You've on, got some Hang on. neighbors and friends. I've done
0: that. I sat on the remote and turned the TV on from a real weird no. angle and then I couldn't turn it off from the same angle. But like, I like where you're going with that because like, I think especially if you're flying to random places like Darwin, if you're a musician, unless you're top of the top of the pile, you got to fly with the rest of the people. But I, I did work yeah. at Bluesfest in Hobart and um, driving people to and from the airport. And the guy from Credence Clear Order Revival was playing. Um, fuck, can't think of his name. But he, f- he flew private jet. So I dropped them, picked them up from the private jet. And then after the show, sick show, um, the other guys drove him back to the private jet. Well, I shot down to the casino to get a cheese platter because I'd asked for a cheese platter. Then I drove oh, onto the tarmac of the Hobart Airport, like right on, like through the gate, security guards like what are you doing I was like oh I'm just delivering a cheese platter to um Credence Clearwater Revival and they're like oh yeah that that adds up through you go <laughs> and drove my car yeah. out onto the tarmac and then took the cheese platter like up up the stairs and handed it off to the <laughs>
1: this is a Hobart International Hobart Airport.
0: International and this is I guess it was um oh it must have been pre 9/11 cuz you're not driving onto a tarmac after 9-11, but, <laughs> like, but I don't who think it, said, was. Um, I, no, it was. Honestly, the- it was after oh, 9-11. It would have been like 2005 or something.
1: Fucking hell. That's some loose part. In the Ford Laser? In the little white? The uh, No, I, I had a
0: hire car for the work thing I was doing. Oh, okay. I wasn't Fair driving enough. freaking, um, yeah, Credence around in my, um, <laughs> what, what was <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you mystery. have to open
1: that door from the other side, mate. No, nah, oh. no, no, that one's broken too. Climb in that window. I
0: picked up in. another guy for Falls Festival. Mamadou Diabate was his name. And he's an African guy that plays this crazy guitar. It's like got 30 strings or something. And it's huge. And they were supposed to give me a big van to pick him up and his manager. I go to get the van and the Avis people were like, oh, no, we are all out of vans. I was like, yeah, but, but I booked a van. It's Falls Festival. <laughs> we need vans. We've got musicians. And like, yeah, no, we've only got this little hatchback. So... I'm like, oh fuck so anyway, I go pick the guy up, go and meet him and the guy himself he's like six six he's massive, and his yeah. guitar is fucking giant, and then he's got his manager as well. and it's like, how are we getting down the Falls Festival I was like, oh yeah, we're in the um we're in the um the Toyota Yaris over here. so I had to like, <laughs> put the seat back for his guitar. So his giant guitar sat in the seat and him and his manager like sat in the back of the Yaris or whatever, whatever the fuck it was, Suzuki Swift and drove from Hobart down to um, Falls Festival, which is like 45 minutes. But he was pretty sweet. He was pretty cool about it. Like he's obviously a little bit annoyed, but he got over it.
1: He understood. It's, um, you've got some good flying with um them. Ban people. I mean, I flew with um, Alex Leahy in well, last time I went back to Melbourne. The only reason I know that is because um, you always always the... next to you. <laughs> she, well, <laughs> I didn't know that at the time. I like, couldn't recognize her. But uh, when we met at the uh, oversized luggage, because you know, always surfboards, you're hanging out there, you're real itchy. They're hanging out there, real itchy to hope that their equipment turns up. Whose start comes out first? Her. Yeah, you feel yeah. like a and, little and, competition
0: uh, if yours comes yeah.
1: out first? You know the you know the deal if you've ever travelled with band gear or surfboards, and so yeah, I had a quick little chat to her. Can't remember where she was playing, but she was lovely enough. A few blokes around. But that's where oh, cool. you uh, have these crossovers, isn't it? With the famous people.
0: Well, there you I go. Like it. Full full circle. Um, full circle. Yeah, man. What were we talking what are about? Again? I don't know what we're we talking about. <laughs> You fly with salt and pepper for some reason. I can't remember why. Um, We're on a strict time limit today, not for any reason other than just to challenge ourselves to see if we can do a podcast under an hour. So oh yeah, we're 18 minutes in. Thanks for sticking with us. Welcome back to One Off The Wood, episode 29?
1: 28, if you're not counting the merch as an episode.
0: Oh, well, look... It's important stuff to try and figure out, but I'd Whatever. say wouldn't if you've it.
1: clicked on it, you already know what it is. <laughs> okay.
0: But the merch episode <clears throat> is one prior to this, and it tells you how to buy merch. And yeah. thank you to everyone that has purchased the merch so far. Maybe a quick call out that the T-shirts might take a little longer because we need to order a new batch, um, but they are coming, so... Yes, maybe don't sit by the letterbox this week, but maybe next week or the week after.
1: We're not uh, a big brand by uh, anyone's imagination. So these things may take time. We're not – like have you ever ordered – who are the bloody menswear? The Iconic? Have you ever ordered stuff from them and it turns up the same day? It's like get into the office. Oh, they're good. Oh, for tomorrow. And then like lunchtime – your shirt's are at the office door. It's so rare. Like, yeah, we're not there. They run, we're not, run a tight
0: ship. Ours is not quite tight. We're trying to figure out where the stuff comes to Sydney or Perth and the stubby holders yep. are in Perth. and They're
1: the anyway. Germans and we're the Indonesians just porch hanging. It'll yep, come We'll figure it out Because so Everyone needs to take their little fucking clip along the way. And I'm not sure that we're very profitable. I went to the post office with a batch of gear. And, um, yeah, it costs me a bit more than we're charging for. (laughs) Yeah.
0: We'll work it out. We'll put it all in a spreadsheet. We'll figure out if we're losing money. I think we might be losing money. But, look, (laughs) we're 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 spreading spreading love. You can't put a price on that.
1: No, you're right. You can't put a price on spreading love, um, which is also why I've been banned from the office. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Um, Too much love. Yeah, people people were freaking out though. Let's can we talk about this coronavirus? Because people are proper freaking out about this shit, right? Overreacting. Yeah. What the well, fuck? Like maybe
0: they're overreacting. Talk to me. Talk to me. Give us your. Well,
1: it's it's nuts. Like the stats on it, and I'm not quite on quite any stats because they change in daily. But death rate like three percent, infection rate like low it's not like a crazy infectious virus where people are getting it from non-contact it's not freaking everyone out like we're just wired for hysteria these days and three like percent death rate
0: is is high by the
1: way it's, in, it's it's a flu it's high but it's also like you look at the people that are dying like put a hundred people together and you're not putting a hundred people of your mates not a hundred you know 25 to 35 year olds or thereabouts like you're putting a hundred people on the scale and like who's dying it's all the old people are susceptible to pneumonia
0: like well see that's what i thought too but i listened to a a podcast with a um, infectious disease expert today it's the rogan one and he seemed to think that um while old people have been dying there seems to be really hitting hard people at around the age of 40 and and some of these diseases when they come and go like sars and and whatnot, they do tend to focus on different age groups because of the way different age groups, um, the way the body tries to attack things. So I think the, oh, yeah. I can't remember which one he said, whether it was the Spanish flu or something else really hammered people 20, 25, oh, 20 to 25 because of the way their immune system dealt with it badly. Yeah. And sometimes they really attack, um, like pregnant chicks because their immune system yeah. doing something different. But this one apparently, even though we're seeing deaths in the old people now, it is actually hitting hard in the in a little bit of a younger demographic from forty onwards. And we probably don't quite fall into that bucket, luckily. But geez, we're not too far off. Well, I'm not anyway. Yeah, yeah. and but it's all the good one about this coronavirus is kids basically aren't even um, well, depending on what your take on kids yeah. is, <laughs> but <they're>, they they <laughs> they're not really getting sick from it. So that's uh, kids, mate. The
1: teenagers of our day, the Tinder generation, uh, like they must have some serious immune systems. The way they spread saliva around, mate, they'll be absolute weapons, gearing up for the next generation. Oh yeah. But I think people
0: are freaking out, right? And I think we always freak out, and it's never as bad as what people think it's going to be. So when when are we going to get something that is as bad as what we think it's going to be? Is this it?
1: I don't, it doesn't look to me like this. The So if you want to do some research, get on uh, Explained on Netflix and watch the next pandemic. So it came out um pretty timely. It was November last year.
0: Yeah, it came out before really good. this, didn't it?
1: Yeah, so 20-minute doco and it's on how these things start, how they spread. It puts um SARS being the most recent one in, in context of the Spanish flu and like all these other ones, so you can kind of see the contagion rate versus how they travel. And obviously, it's a different world that we live in now in terms of globalisation, you know, like um, pandemics in the 1500s. People weren't travelling a long way, so they were, you know, killed a shitload of people without, like, planes, you know, transport, the way that this can really get onto it. But then the same thing, we've got communication, so we can actually tell people about it and and also basic um, antibiotics now as well and an idea of sanitation so the it's antibiotics not going to
0: do anything control, are they but Spanish well, flu
1: they, yeah
0: Spanish flu has a mortality rate of 2.7% coronavirus That's, could be as high as 3 they think it's probably lower than that think it might be more like 1 but it's still like a hundred times higher than a normal flu like I think we might actually be fucked he was and the other thing What's is you, that it – um it so SARS, it you, you didn't become contagious until you'd had it for five days. So you could basically like, oh, fuck, I'm sick. This is not good. I'll lock myself away. Whereas this one, you're contagious before you even know that anything's happening. So people are just out there spreading. They yes. reckon in five that's, days' time, Australia is going to have a real flood of it.
1: That's so watch, um, that watch is this a space. real – yeah, watch this space. You heard it here first. That's a real – Problem with it is the whole because we're we travel around so much. I went to this wedding on the weekend, and you know, there's people flown in from everywhere around the place to go to this wedding. And look, I'll, we don't normally talk about this, but I kissed a girl at the wedding, and uh,
0: fuck yeah, before let's I talk kissed about this girl.
1: It. Yeah, all right, you get married, it wasn't what? like
0: you may now kiss the bride sort of scenario.
1: No, 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 and uh, no. I, I uh, it wasn't the, the bride. So I kissed a girl, but before I kissed this girl and then after me kissing this girl, she then kissed uh, a few other girls. So, you know, look, the thing um, jeez,
0: we might have to get off coronavirus and jump into what was going on at this wedding.
1: Yeah, no one's going to (laughs) know. This wedding uh, sounds pretty pretty out there. (laughs) The wedding was very, very fun. (laughs) But, uh, uh, you know, things are going to get spread around and nobody's going to know anything for two weeks' time, are they? Well, how What's about this?
0: On. Yesterday at work, and I think I can maybe be a bit open about where I work now because um, I'm not going to be there for much longer. But, um, and we're at we'll the epicenter. That, sure. yeah. yeah, but so we had a like the whole team, and there's like a hundred people in a got brought into a room for an hour, like we do it every month, and most of it was to talk about coronavirus and what we're doing in Woolworths stores to stop coronavirus. But to do it, we had a table length meeting with a hundred people in a small room, sharing the microphone, getting passed around. You, what? Because it's a big room <laughs> with a yeah. stage, so they got a microphone and probably twenty people or more went up on stage and all shared the same fucking microphone. And uh, actually, and hilarious. most of the chat was around coronavirus and what's been going on, you know. Um. Yeah, because it, it's like it's full on for supermarkets. Like people have lost their shit. Like customers have lost their shit fully. Yeah. And this is where i get on board like with the hysteria. I don't understand where it even started but I looked up one day and, and it's like, oh, people are buying bulk buying toilet paper. I'm what, like, oh, yeah. whatever. I want to know where
1: that actually did start, the bulk buying toilet. Like is it just happening in Australia? Is this from overseas? What What's I don't the know. deal?
0: It's got to be oh, a yeah. social media thing that's really – The fact that it's covered so widely makes it worse. So I think now everyone's like, fuck, we need toilet paper. So it definitely happened and there's definitely no toilet paper on the shelves. I don't have any toilet paper at my house. I've got none. I've got a box of tissues and it's lasting quite well.
1: Well, I have heaps of toilet paper at my house. Someone's oh, because you it.
0: went out and bought 50 packets last
1: no, Thursday? <laughs> yeah, I'm just waiting an extra day until the price is going up. One more day, I reckon I can hold out before I'm fucking putting that shit on Gumtree. No, I wasn't yeah. that smart. I just didn't. I was like, this is fucking stupid. And even today, I was at the shops, finally made it out of the house. No toilet paper, the whole row. Like, no, there's none. There's none and, in Australia.
0: It have like, been to every be like,
1: oh, the Toilet paper is manufactured in China or something. Like why? Well, I, I think that's no what they were, they were saying.
0: They're saying that the toilet paper is manufactured in China, and we're not going to have any. So you better get down and stock up. And then we're all going to be locked in our houses. Because so, it wasn't just toilet paper; it was like pasta and tin vegetables and shit like that. Right. But I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't think of it. Who thought of it? It's like, all it's right, t- a pandemic's yeah. coming. We better get toilet paper. Like I can live without toilet paper.
1: Definitely just, waffle stomping. First thing that comes to waffle mind. Waffle stomping. Yeah, you're Punching. in the shower. Just punch that thing down the down the drain. They until they turn the water off. That's when we're in trouble. Like yeah.
0: What? Well, that's it. If the water's off, that's waffle stomping's off the table. But but even then, I don't
1: know about. <laughs> I don't know about chicks that you live with, but chicks in my experience tend to eat toilet paper or something because they fucking go through reams. Oh, of Oh yeah, it. like. Kevin yeah. and I are on like, you know, I think you've been Rashes. here two months before. I was like, it's your turn to buy a toilet paper. Like, there's, it's just, it doesn't happen. I, Look, like, I don't want yeah. to throw
0: anyone under the bus here. But, but I caught up with it. old mate, Stefan, um, Dr. V, our yeah. mutual friend. And we were talking about toilet paper and he's like, his wife, she, he goes, she, she, I don't know what she does in there, but she goes through a fucking buttload of it. And I was like, yeah, and Mel goes through a fever as well. So I don't know what. Yeah, you you call out something worth calling out. There is there something going on with women in the toilet and the amount of toilet paper they're using.
1: Yeah, uh, I'd like odd. to know what they're doing with it. Listener questions. I don't want to Listeners know. answer our questions. Um, on on the uh, who are you blaming then? Let's go back and further step for the the coronavirus. Right, it started in China. Like who who's responsible for this? Because uh, the bats. The I think bats well the what's the so ebola is bats bird flus birds swine flus pigs hiv is chimps i think from and um which yeah, is yeah i heard that interesting that, that how they, i heard someone
0: explain chimps. how that happened and yeah not well, through fucking chimps and it made sense but now i can't remember no
1: nah, nah, so so the the way it happens right you've got Birds get a bird flu, but then it can't. That flu can't infect humans. It just infects birds. So you can make out with the bird that has the flu, and you won't get it. And then, like um, humans have a flu, just normal influenza, and they could. The bird doesn't catch it off us. But then pigs and humans have quite a close DNA, um, and in particular, my chimps. You can imagine the same thing. And what has happened is that. The bird that had the flu and a human that had the flu, both infected a pig, so it went into the pig, and then it evolved into one virus. So then, when it got given from the pig to the second human, the human's body didn't re- recognize it because it was like had bits of bird flu, but then that that virus knew how to attack the human um, system, so it did that, and that's how you get this crossover. So it's which like which one was that though? Multi- that would have been probably the, the avian or the influenza, the bird flu H one N one. Yeah, so that's the bird. So, so, the, so it's like when they cross over with other animals that are they infected and then they infect in then their infect us. Yeah, so they're saying it's all like wet butchers. It's all like um, where they keep you know live animals and then they butcher them there when you choose them. And this, the the I can't remember which one it was, but um, one of the viruses might have been SARS started when a bloke prepared a meal of these were all animals were all live prior to him preparing the meal of chicken, cat and snake and then he felt sick the next day and he uh, then reported being sick to his doctor like after what? eating this meal of chicken, cat and snake. I was like, "You've got chicken. He's chicken, cat and snake. He's a fucking like, – he's got he's chicken, just happy with chicken. You've got mate. chicken.
0: Chicken is so good. You're never eating chicken and think, fuck – I wish I had some cat or snake, or you don't even wish. I – You know, chicken's delicious. Cat and snake. You must have not had much chicken on him.
1: I am thinking like the chicken palmer where you go the old chicken and then like a bit of ham on top. And if you're real yeah. crazy, crack an maybe some prawns to. as well. Yeah, reef and beef. You know, there's like surf and turf. Prawns and... infecting cows. Yeah, it's the surf surf and turf is means.
0: probably where it's come from. I reckon it's come from surf Master and turf. Chef.
1: Yeah. We're well, am and Master Chef, really. It's everybody thinks they're a Master Chef trying to you know, that he was probably a contestant trying to get on Chinese Master Chef, mm. wasn't he? He's was like, right, chicken, cat and dog doesn't work. <laughs> the chicken Chinese, cat and frog no good.
0: Chinese serpent <laughs> turf. It's a chicken palmer with a little bit of cat and snake.
1: Yeah. Right on the top. <laughs> Chicken, cat, and mouse. Then, no, uh, the snake's eating the mouse, right? It'll have to be chicken, cat, snake with mouse in body, right? Yeah,
0: it's the, it's the Chinese turducken. It's the cat eating the mouse, eating the uh, cockroach, yeah. and then you basically stuff them all in each other and cook it. And then voila, you've got coronavirus.
1: <laughs> voila, infect the world. <laughs> oh, voila. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, These uh, fucking crazy Asians and their food, huh? And. And then this. So uh, who do we blame? We blame China for their shit food. And the, Is that what we're doing?
1: <laughs> oh, well, I wasn't pointing sticks. I was just probing trying to figure out potentially if we could blame someone. But, well, I think we can blame yeah. China.
0: I think it's fair to blame China okay. for this one. The toilet okay. paper situation, I think we can blame Karen.
1: Hysterical mums. Who's yeah. buying toilet paper at 9 a.m.? I went into the supermarket because in Perth, they only open at 8. So everyone's at work. Like it's hysterical, mums. Like on their get their bloody social yeah. medias. They're ready for it. They want something to go crazy. Oh, I've got toilet paper. Fucking better than you,
0: hysterical mums. Oh. Yep. Yeah, and it's just it's it's not very nice, is it? You, like I'm fine. I can deal with it. I know the problem, but you got the, you do see the odd old like. 80-year-old walking down the aisle thinking, what what the fuck? Where's the toilet yeah. paper?
1: Oh, because like, they've got no idea. Not seeing social media. Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe do watch they watch the news,
0: but they're, still, yeah. they're probably not buying in bulk, you know. Some people can't afford to buy in bulk, you motherfuckers. Just buy one packet. God's sakes.
1: But um, oh, look, and through my work, I mean, we do joke about it, but I've seen – even our stubby holders were delayed because of this, but even um,
0: outrageous, you know, it,
1: the flow and effect through businesses is massive from well, look- not just the lack of production, but tourism, but globally, like global growth. I mean, you look at all the stock markets getting sold off. And that's on the, also on the other side of it is a not that everyone really cares about this stuff, but, um, you know, huge oil war between the Saudis and the Russians now just going ham on turning up all the oil production. So oil, positive for everyone is down but it means aussie dollars through the floor stock markets are through the floor all these bloody boomers and these 80 year olds they can't buy toilet paper and they can't lean on the pension because it's just shit itself and cut in half it's um we're certainly in store for some interesting times in the next few months it's shit
0: um i mean yeah i think um you only have to look at our little podcast business to realize that we're being affected one we weren't, we weren't able to travel to Western Australia to record our podcast. Two, our stubby holders were delayed. Three,
1: no I'm quarantined paper. from work. <laughs> You're quarantined yeah,
2: from
1: I work. I can't. I'm like, I don't, I never take sick days. I'm, I have, must have, I think I was bragging about this last week, of like six or eight weeks of sick leave. And, I was, they're all saved up. I was like, if I, I wasn't worried about doing an injury bull riding because it's like it's fine. I'll get paid for fucking eight weeks sitting in a neck brace. Yeah. No, it doesn't but bother you're me. You're kind but of a go hard
0: just, or don't go at all kind of guy. So when you do yeah. get sick, you'll be, um, yeah, it'll be yeah. fucking bird flu or something. Broke. legit. But everyone,
1: yeah. I'm like, I'll go into the office. I've got some shit to do tomorrow, and everyone's like, nah. We've all decided in your absence that if you come in, we're all going home. And I was like, what? Perfect. Oh, all right. <laughs> So I'm not coming in to the office, apparently. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: And uh, give us your prediction for coronavirus to, uh, to wrap up the corona chat. What's your prediction? Where, do we, where are we going to be, let's say, um, after Easter in Australia? Where do you see it going? So give it a you know, month, month and a half, six weeks' time.
1: Oh, have we touched, touched on the irony that the first surf event of the year is the corona open? in the Gold Coast, which is like the- Oh, yeah, and probably um, cancelled. Like the Asian um, tourism capital of Australia, pretty pretty out there. Um, what's my prediction? Look, I think uh, the whole virus thing is going to be way blown over by then. It's done, but we're going to see the effects of it in the economy for a long time to come. And, and toilet when, paper when do- will be available. Put toilet paper stocks, if you've got toilet paper stocks, sell them now because- no one, no one's going to be buying more toilet paper once it's available on the shelves for months. This shit's going to be, yes, going down.
0: Perth's actually got a Costco launching next week, so if you want toilet paper, go and get yourself a Costco um, membership and get straight into the new Perth one. Wow, there the it is. There. So there, you heard it here go first. <laughs>
2: All you right. Got any so my, I reckon the, my prediction, prediction
0: is that it's going to go widespread through Australia, and it's going to run itself out because so many people are going to get it that everyone's going to get generally get an immunity, um, and then we can all move on.
2: Okay. Like I'm almost keen well, to get
0: it now just to get it, although my immune system's probably down a bit because I haven't been really exercising and, um, yeah.
1: So. So the, this is today's article, UK shoppers rush to buy frozen food and freezers. They've gone and buying white goods, freezers, and frozen food, not toilet right. paper. That's a that's pretty smart thing to do. Yeah. That, I think and um, this is – I just Googled this to see if it's a thing. Um, corona sales, I bet they're through the floor and they are. Um, yeah.
0: It's a rough time to be Corona, the beer.
1: They uh yeah, let's have a look. Corona beer sounds like coronavirus. Oh no, it's not making any difference in America, oh, apparently. That's hysteria. That's put out by the beer companies, surely. Um Hirona, no corona beer sales actually up three point one percent. There you go. I bet the the same people that are buying toilet paper in Australia though are not buying Coronas. They are no. well off but it. Just the, Any the any chance.
0: publicity is good publicity, right? You walk into the bottle shop. You got Corona on the mind. You're like, you know what? I wouldn't mind an icy cold Corona with no, a little lime squeeze. They got the best marketing um, programs. Like when you know everyone's down in Mexico driving around in a little jeep and oh, yeah. surfing empty right hand point brakes and then they crack a cold Corona on the beach. Like, mate, yeah,
2: one
1: it one makes you want to do that. Um, can we? Are you ready to move on? I have got a quick bar snack for you.
0: Mm. Hit me.
1: I was thinking, right, um, I drank too many beers at the pub last week or the week before it was actually, which is, you know, too many beers to drive. So I was like, all right, I won't drive home. Um, what's my plan here? Because it's daytime. So all I did was hang out <laughs> on the beach, went for a walk at it <laughs> and then came back and drove home later. But it got me thinking. I was like, I could call the RAC, right, and get my car towed, which is the RACV in Victoria or wherever. Uh, what is it in Tassie? R-A-A? R A C T, R A C T. So it's called different. What is stuff it in
0: right? WA? R-A-C-W- uh, W A? R
1: A C W W. Just the R A C. We just dropped it. Too many royal auto, for auto the club. Opinion. That's it. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, they. I'm thinking. Right. I could just call because I get yep. I pay this bloody membership all year, and I'd never use it. You know. But I keep paying it because I know I want to use it at some point. And um, yeah. Thinking so maybe I'll just like you know pull a hose off or something or uh, disconnect the battery, you know, at a, at yeah. a dodgy spot. Call the bloke and but like, listen, you've got to tow it to my mechanic. There's a mechanic on my street. Yeah, and he'll like tow the car home for me. And then Here's it'll be the close to my house.
0: Perfect. It's a good idea, but most of these guys are actual mechanics, so yeah, they're gonna whatever you do to fuck your car up they're probably going to be onto it. So you're going to have to, like maybe if you've got a kill switch or something that they don't know where it is.
1: Yeah, I reckon like that. They're going to come and like, to switch
0: to oh, it looks there. like your, uh, your battery's been disconnected. Uh, they're going to be <laughs> yeah. onto that. Like it's not like well, some dude.
1: Do- I mean, a lot of our full drive friends out there might have the cheeky isolator. That um, like you and I had to do in America with the fucking mule car. We, that was just straight up disconnect the battery because the thing was fucked. But you know, yeah. they when you're out bush, you, you leave your car somewhere. You know, people break into it and hotwire it or whatever. You want to have your little cheeky isolation switch so that no one could start it without you know figuring mm. something out, pull the fuel pump off or something. And that wouldn't be too hard to do, I reckon. Yep, and then you get yourself. Mm. Basically, for Tied what two hundred
0: dollars huh? a year, you get free trips home from the pub every time you've had too much to drink.
1: Yeah, well, you'd go premium, obviously. So, yeah, for sure.
0: How many how many pickups do you get?
1: I think premiums get... unlimited, but you might get one or two on the on the old um the lower ones. And you certainly so. Get let's a, say it costs
0: you two hundred dollars to get a kill switch installed somewhere. They're never the, gonna the find The thing it.
1: is, it's not the Uber. It's not the cab. Like um charge home because the cab's fine but it's the convenience of you know getting drunk and then having your car taken home with you
0: but it is the cab charge as well i think it's both the convenience definitely okay. i'm on your side here very mm. convenient to be able to drive to the pub not have to deal with a cab get pissed call the rac you and your car safely back home all for what 220 bucks per annum
1: mm. maybe i they should put it, it on go wrong. an extra uh, like a drunk premium every like you know, we're all about get safe driving, not prank round. driving. You get five pissed prank calls a year, just yeah. pay an extra 50 bucks. Yeah. Oh, Within I'm the metro with area.
0: This. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm really on board with this. I um, The catch got... is
1: if you haven't used your other ones, though, they're like in place of, you know, your car breakdown. Yeah, down it's like sick days
0: yeah. and, um
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And your exactly.
0: leave sick. days. You get a yeah. few sick days. It's like, it's mm. not the car's fault, it's my fault, but I. It's not working. I can't drive it.
1: I hadn't planned on this, just like I hadn't planned on my car breaking down. I mean, fuck, it's people that run out of fuel. It's the same shit. Like That's that's not the car's fault. You ran out of fuel, mate.
0: No, it's user error.
1: Mm. Which it's is exactly error. like this. How
0: many times have you run out of fuel in your life? Uh, once. Once. Okay, that's good. Cool. It well was done. classic
1: too. It was a, um, when Brad and I left for our road trip around Australia. We're driving. We started it. It was very emotional. My girlfriend that was there, she was in tears. She had to <laughs> say goodbye. I was like, she we got to get out of here. Let's go. <laughs> we drove, drove around, quick dropped in at Loza's house, drop her off, see you, Loza. Um, Very, very emotional times. I was like, we got to go. We get out up onto Gels Road in Wheelers Hill, like <laughs> literally 2K, or not even, probably 500 meters from her house. And then it coughs and splutters and we ran out of fuel. And I was like, fuck, what? we had to ferry to catch the Tassie. I was like what's going on? Luckily, Brad's a mechanic. He's like, mate, we've literally just run out of fuel. I was like, holy fuck, this is our two years around Australia. This is the beginning, the first 500 meters of this story, and we've run out of fuel. Had to empty a jerry can of water, run up the road to the servo, and uh, fill it up. And we made the ferry. All ended well. Didn't tell anyone about that one though.
0: No, I don't think I've heard of that. Like, <laughs> yeah. some Stupid. people might have taken that as a as a bad <laughs> omen and said, you know what, let's no. just not do this trip.
1: <laughs> that was great. <laughs> it's too easy to take no one... things as bad omens. Nah, too easy. Like that. Too easy. Uh,
0: like that. The reason I asked you because I reckon I've run out of petrol and I haven't done it for a long time, but in my younger days where I was I really try to push the limits, I reckon I ran out of petrol six times, maybe more. Really? That's a yeah. lot. I ran out of petrol
1: delivering pizzas twice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, and what, night's over, done. Uh, Call the RAC
0: once. Once I coasted for about 10 kilometers because I just, I knew it was about to run out. It was on Main Road, Hobart, which is 60 kilometers an hour, and I was in Granton heading towards uh, (laughs) Glenorchy. And coming through Austin's Fair, I was like, it's going to run out. So as I was coming up the hill, I just floored it, got it up to 110. And then it did run out, put the clutch in and just coasted from 110. Yes. I'd, I'd made it the, all the way to the Mount Faulkner Scout Hall in in uh, Claremont and rolled into the uh, rolled into the pedo station. So I didn't need to call anyone for that. That's the same actually thing,
2: incredible. <laughs>
0: that is good. Me and David Grimes, who's been on the podcast actually, um, bass player for the Bitterman, an all-round uh, friendly fellow, we drove to Hotham in my piece of shit laser and it would just chew through the gas on the way up, and there's no petrol station up there anymore. So we ran out of fuel on the way down to Harrietville, and again, just put the clutch in, coasted all the way to the Harrietville petrol station, probably 15 kilometres from like the Meg, or
1: maybe not 15, but from the Meg. Which it is, is legit big. all downhill from there, isn't it?
0: Oh, it's all downhill, and then have That's to roll brakes. Probably...
1: That would have been on oh, fire. Was... You like didn't shoot straight off the hill. Yeah. Although the laser we, is a we, light little machine.
0: Yeah, and then and you've got to roll, like you've got to come around that last bend with speed because it's a, probably another 800 metres down at the petrol station and we rolled all the way there, crossed over into the petrol station. Someone was like in the in the spot, so we only had to push it <laughs> the last bit
1: after they left. That's actually so. incredible. Well <laughs> done. You're a professional at running out I've, of fuel I've, then. Yeah,
0: I've, I've done it heaps. I try not to do it now.
1: Nah. Um, so. so you shouldn't sounds like you're minutes. opening a little 12-y there in the background.
0: Yeah, well, I said I was going to have a little 12 because I've not tried it yet to see what it's like mm. at the end of this podcast. It's just – it looks like a Jamison. It's like a um, triple distilled – it's a blended Irish whiskey, so it is a lot like Jamison. I don't know what the 12 comes into it. Is it like age, 12 years maybe?
1: Potentially. Um, so. um, are we going to – Drop your big news of what's going on. It's the end of the podcast, potentially.
0: Yeah, I'll drop forever.
1: it forever. Because it's, like, it's, 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 it's out there. It's idea. It's fucking out there. Tell, tell the friends at home and me, because I haven't really got all the details. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, mate?
0: Well, me, Mel, and I are moving to the Middle East to live for a little bit, going to Dubai. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, look. It's a bit of a. It's not something we've been planning. It's just sort of came up. Um, Mel was getting itchy feet to go and spend some time overseas, and I was always yeah, like, probably oh, not
1: Dubai though, right? Like, like uh, just, South America just, or Asia,
0: anywhere really. Dubai might not have been top of the list, um, but she was she was going to go somewhere anyway, and I was like, oh look, I I I'd, I'd do it, but I would only do it if it. Was part of my career sort of thing. I don't really want to go and yep. just be a backpacker or whatever. And anyway, as she was thinking yep. about going to do it, my LinkedIn, I got a LinkedIn message from a company over in Dubai, looking for someone who does what I do. Um, yeah, applied for the job, went through all the interviews and whatnot, and yeah, signed a signed a contract today actually, and start so mid next th- month.
1: Simple. At s- any point, have you thought about this being a scam? You've been approached. Uh, oh, on LinkedIn no. Someone, you know. <laughs> no? It's, it crossed my mind, but no,
0: it's not a – well, look, it could be an elaborate scam, but this, there's a lot of people involved. Um, one of the, the – basically the boss lady over there is used to work uh, at the company that I work for now. I just said that. I used to work at Woolworths. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And then I – yeah. So, it's, it's a legitimate company. Okay. Um, so they work all league. over the Middle East, um, Saudi Arabia, Iraq, um, some of the stands, Egypt, and it looks like I'll be traveling around um, the she, Middle East, yeah. like It, it sounds up.
1: cool, like r- real cool, on <laughs> as an opportunity. Um, there's a couple of things though, like the weather in Dubai. I've never been there, but
0: I have been there, so I can speak to it a little
1: warm. bit. Yeah, so look, in summer, which we're going into, it's
0: like fucked up hot, so you can't yeah, like do a- heaps averages. outside.
1: Yeah, thirty to forty degrees. That's the thirty is the minimum overnight. Forty degrees is the average yeah, that's, maximum.
0: That's so hot. people hang inside basically in the day, um, and as the afternoons and
1: evenings, how's, people just do stuff outside. How's that going to suit you? Like, well, that's summer. That's only
0: three time. months, and I'll I'll just get out there. Like, <sighs> fuck, like, just get outside, get hot. Like, it it'll, it it'll builds up good tolerance. Um, but the rest of the yeah. year is just just hot. So yeah, so that's not too bad. I learned today that you can actually surf in Dubai, similar to you can surf in St Kilda.
1: Yeah, okay. They've also got a wave pool, don't they?
0: they got a wave pool in Elaine not in Dubai. That's like an hour away. Yeah. Um, so is that. I mean, it's a real hub for travel. So so I get the yeah, standard four weeks. it's a real weeks. hub
1: for planes getting shot down as well, just nearby. Just putting I that out there. Getting,
0: I think you're getting confused with um, Russia. Or, <laughs> okay. Or Afghanistan. Oh look, uh, yeah. it's a pretty Afghan, crazy part of the world, um, that's for sure. I and it, yeah. I might, I might be traveling. To, I don't know exactly where I'm traveling to, but definitely um, around some of those countries. So it could be, could be a um, an eye opening experience. But I think we're looking forward to just so you get your four weeks holidays, but the, you also got an additional two weeks of public holidays for all the um, Islamic holidays like your Ramadan's and, uh, yeah. and Ramadans, all that. So you yeah. basically get six weeks worth of holidays. Europe's, a, you know, it's a three-hour flight to, to um to Greece. It's a four-hour flight to Spain. Um, yeah, these all so, sound
1: well and good. These places might be shut down in twelve months. No one travels anywhere. You might be stuck in Dubai in your glass tower, and that's
0: fine too. I'll just do do podcasts and play music and. Fucking so do my job. Going to go, nah. make bank. It'll be fine. Don't worry about Here's me. Here's
1: the other thing: if we're doing this one-off the wood business, one of us is going to be day drinking.
0: Oh okay. Um. Yeah, the the time to do podcast. So I've yeah. So I've been. To, oh, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. We'll do it on my we'll,
1: weekend. I'm sure we'll figure them out. But, um, yeah. yeah, there's going to be some, I,
0: my thinking is what we do is we make it a regular thing. We make it every uh-huh. two weeks. You and I have a time that we do a podcast. If one of us have gone out and gotten an interview with someone else, then we'll add that oh, yeah. into the podcast, but let's yeah. make it regular. That way we can do it. And then you can have the freedom to go and talk to anyone you want. I won't get jealous. I can talk to whoever I want. You want, it's like an open podcast relationship, it's an open but we're podcast, still together like... as a unit, you know?
1: Yeah. Okay, and we can talk about them later. Dates. I mean, yeah. I, I quite enjoy it when you get to interview my friends. I think you do a good job. Oh look, and we could try to do
0: that where we can, and um, yeah, you're welcome to come and visit. We can go and do yeah, a surf look, trip
1: somewhere. I may do. I may do. I've got too many holidays um, at work. This is why i have like I booked. I'm smashing it at work at the moment, even though I'm not there, and I'm like. Well, I need to take some holidays because they're stacking up. So I booked four days off at the end of the month just for just book them. And I don't know what I'm doing and where I'm going. So I'm thinking just watching the surf report and going there or going dropping into Urban Surf Melbourne. Yep. Uh, if you float, drop into Urban float, Surf float, Mer- Melbourne, I'm Cal- in mean. Goldie. Maybe might also what was be that?
0: So so what was that?
1: Uh, yeah, Urban Surf sounds good. We should head down. Now, there. What,
0: what was the um? What was the second thing you said?
1: Um, might even go and check out the Quickie Pro Cool and Gather. And, a, um, what, and what was you, the other thing you it, said? You, you said that your cousin lives up there and sh- I'd probably go and flirt oh, with her. Oh, my cousin. Yes. My yes. cousin, Kat,
0: does live up there. And I just... Yeah, look, she does. And Kev, I obviously. Just, and my uncle, Kev. Legendary. Legendary Goodbye, humans Kev. up that way. That and that I'd love for you to couch? go and catch up with them. Um, let's leave it at that. <laughs> but if you could please just use your own Instagram from now on when... um. <laughs> when hitting on my cousin.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, and She's probably understand. listening.
0: Hey, Kat, how are you? Just joking. Hey, Kat. was isn't um, really hitting
1: on you. At, at Waz Town. Um, you'll figure it out. Tagged in a few of the photos on one off the wood. She hit me up there. Um, Have anyway. you covered
0: off everything you wanted to cover off?
1: Yeah, I think so. I just want to read you um, 11 unusual rules and laws in Dubai. Please, and can I retort or just wear them? Yeah, you're welcome to retort. I can long format them. First one, swearing on WhatsApp. It's not allowed. You can't swear on WhatsApp. It's monitored. Fuck. um, Yeah, no, that's the first one. With the use of the F word being a crime. You just said it. So, yep, if that's your retort. Because I'm actually
0: using WhatsApp to talk to people in Dubai right
1: now. Okay. My recruiter who's
0: from London, he just wrote back, okay,
1: wicked. Okay. That's not swearing. Swearing is punishable by up to a year in prison and a fine as high as 10,000 dirhams, which is about four grand. Yeah,
0: but swearing in English or in... um, Go on. What's the language? (laughs) Islamic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When do you start? Uh, Pretty soon. They speak English over there mainly. Cultural research would be good.
1: Um, second one. Oh, well, yeah, I'll get up to speed next podcast. I'll let you know. Okay, that's fine. Um, I don't need to swear. No, nah, well, yeah. yeah. Checking someone's phone. It's illegal uh, in the UAE to invade the privacy of another person using computer networks or social media. So very difficult for them to pro- persecute you on, you know, number one, unless they're monitoring hard.
0: So, so but, basically, uh,
1: I can't jump on a computer and
0: log into your Facebook
1: well, yeah, exactly. To be yep. fair, that should it. be a law everywhere, so I'm fine with that. It should Next be a law one. everywhere. Yep. And it was. There's a precedent from 2016. If you want to, so that one's probably one for Mel just to watch out. If you both moving <laughs> there. She's digging through my DMs. There's nothing Mel, in there, Mel. You, you can keep looking. Now, stay out. I'm going to be sliding hard <laughs> into Andy's DMs, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing in there. Yeah, Next? stay okay, out of the That's one fine. Four I'm um, cool
0: so far. I'm cool with it.
1: Okay. Now, look, and that seem, they both seem pretty reasonable. This one seems reasonable as well. Eating and drinking is completely banned on all forms of public transport, and the stations, and the Greed. buses, and everything. Yep. Getting well caught. Well done, Dubai. Food and beverages can make your wallet a hundred dirhams. It's only it's only thirty dollar fine. hundred dirhams, so, but still, I, I agree. I don't think people should be eating on trains like.
0: You often, yeah. This fuck with on trains in the morning, like eating tuna and stuff. Get a life. Just fucking eat at home or eat at work. Just don't eat on okay. the train. Yeah. I am fine with it. Uh,
1: what's when you go to the bakery? You grab some bread, loaf of bread or a couple of rolls. What's your go to yes. roll? What, what's your go to roll for? Um, you know, just from oh, from like wherever.
0: Carbs of the devil, but I'd probably get like a um, multi grain of some sort.
1: Okay, multi grain, little little herb and cheese or something. Oh, maybe
0: well, like a cheese and veggie might scroll, let's say.
1: Oh, yeah, they're good. Yeah, definitely. Well, you won't be having poppy seeds because poppy seeds are illegal and banned in any form. So there will be no foods containing poppy seeds in Dubai. Well, that's, that, that no, is disappointing because I do like the poppy seed rolls. But mm. um,
0: you know what? Heroin's really fucked up a lot of lives and that's those poppy seed buns
1: are a gateway drug. So I'm fine with that too. Next. Um, okay, good. Fundraising. I haven't, I haven't read this one, um, but uh, raising money for charitable causes close to your heart is a tricky business in uh, the UAE. Fundraising must first be approved. Well, that seems fucking reasonable. Donations, blah, blah, blah. I ain't giving any money to charity. I didn't go there to give my money away. Okay. Were well, you not going to be hassled by people on the street asking for money, I'd say? <laughs> um, no street. Yeah, well, you won't be outside anyway. It's just buildings and highways. There's no like, yeah, it's a it's weird like fucking path. city. Really?
0: And not, not really. Not in a lot of places, is, yeah, it's very difficult to get around. It's a fucked up city.
1: Anyway. All right, so um, your VPN, your dodgy IP address. I've got a VPN because um, I'll need it for Netflix. Yeah, big fine, 2 million dirhams. For using a VPN yeah using a false ip address or a third party address
0: the thing is if you're using a false ip address how are they going to find you like good luck with that one dubai good luck
1: mm, well illegal. They'll have, they'll Huge have to come,
0: look i can add to this it's actually illegal to live with someone of the opposite sex who you're not married to and i'm going to be doing that
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, is, so this is probably circles back to my scam. See, I reckon Mel's put this fake job ad up. Got one of her mates to contact you. This is her plan. She's like, Andy, we're going to have to get yeah. married in the next six weeks. It's going to have to happen. Well, look, this is the anti shotgun marriage. Yeah. She's and she's tried she's, to get knocked up for years, and you've just this is her. She's gone to extreme lengths now. I'm the pull-out king. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But
0: yeah, like, look, there's actually a lot of benefits for us being married, and we're not married. Like, she would get a flight over; she would get flights home at Christmas through my work. She would get medical benefits through my work. It would be legal for us to live together. Um, a lot of benefits.
1: So, is this your this is your way of agreeing to it with a like caveat. It's like, no, nah, yeah, I never so, wanted oh, this. I just wanted I thought that marriage
0: job. Marriage was going to cost me heaps of money, but in this version of it. It's
1: actually quite profitable. I do. Yeah, yeah, good. Can you put them in the vows? I'll, I'll come on.
2: <laughs> that's the I'm vowels. only joking,
1: Mel. And Mel, she wouldn't listen this far through a podcast, but if she is, I'm only joking. Uh, very good. Now, there's a few other rules here. Taking photos of people without their permission—that seems legit, but you know, probably something to look out for. What am I supposed uh, to do Washington? at the beach? Yeah, you've got to. You got to be subtle. You got to have the old camera under the arm, sort of sit-o or you know, Pretend your hat, sending you know, a text, your you hat got those little holes in it, or if your coolio big holes in it, you, I'll whack <laughs> the old camera in the hat, sort of thing. Yeah, yep, that sort of style. So you just got to be a bit more creative. I think is what they mean.
0: Okay, that's what they mean by that law is try to <laughs> evade it a bit more creatively.
1: Speaking of the ocean <laughs> over there or the beach, I looked up in August. The sea temperature is thirty three degrees.
0: Perfect absolute perfection um 33 degrees (laughs) imagine yeah and you can you can have a google um or look on youtube the dubai surfing championships it's pretty pretty terrible but but they're doing it they're out there doing it you can surf in bahrain which is the next country to the east which faces a bit more to the um the indian ocean i guess is it the yeah the waves look better but Still don't look great. I think if you really want to surf, you probably got to travel to
1: Europe. Well, you're in a good spot for it. Um, most of these laws I'm reading about snapping pictures—it's all a bad idea. Taking photos, it's photos of road and aviation accidents is not very, uh, very prohibited. The big fines, are up to three <laughs> million. Photos of aviation accidents. Yeah, how many are there? This is why you <laughs> don't hear be, about. Them. You got to make a law about it. There's a lot. Photos. Yeah, there's fucking way too many. Making and spreading rumours. Here you go. Are you going to – like oh, this podcast could actually bring you get, down. We'd get scrum me a lot arrested. Of on here. A lot of tongue-in-cheek action that could um, – Can you, you imagine know, could, if I was to be arrested
0: for podcasting oh. in Dubai, how good it would be for the podcast? Like I'd wear it
1: for yeah. the uh, marketing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, like Where? for the marketing, we'd make the ABC or something, wouldn't they? I'll have to come over there, break you out. I'll yeah, get on you'd board. You'd have to come
0: over that. and say, <laughs> he was just making. Um, he, it was just a joke. a joke. Yeah, it's it's wasn't he? Joke. Doesn't really feel
1: that way about Alex Leahy. Yeah, we love the Muzzies. The Muzzies are great. That's that's what we said. Jesus, um, or oh, not Jesus, Muhammad, no. not Jesus, Allah? I'm confused. Uh, no. If you say,
0: like, so I caught up with Steph, Dr. V, who spent 10 years in the Middle East um, and had a few beers on Friday night. And I, I thought he might be someone who might try to talk me out of it, but he really was like, yeah, mate, you got to do it. It's going to be great. And um, talked me into it, if if nothing else. But he um, was, yeah, some of the weird, like, you're not allowed to say, if you say Allah, you, you've got to say something after it, like great and powerful Allah or something like that.
1: Anywho, it sounds like you got some research to do before you get there. I mean, what language do they speak for dress codes? Arabic, um,
0: Arabic, not Islamic. Islamic is a religion. Arabic is a language.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The United Arab Emirates. Yeah, you could have probably the clue was in the name there. Mate, I I think it's
0: going to be sick gonna. I'm there to work. I'm going to be working like a dog, but we're going to have a lot of time to travel and see lots of Europe and see lots of the Middle East and maybe see some of Africa. So I think it's going to be really cool. And we're going to make... Uh, mate, it's
1: definitely going to be sick. I'm, I'm coming to visit. I've never been to Europe. I've never been to that area at all. So yeah, I'm coming to Dubai. We're going to do it. Also, yep. I reckon we'll tee up this um, little trip to the surf park in Melbourne beforehand. Let's do that. Yeah, I reckon don't even bring a board. We'll just we'll borrow all the rental yeah, boards. yeah.
0: It's let's work that out. And look, we weren't able to keep it on an hour, but that's fine because we're not very good at doing that. But before we wind it up, was Oh yeah. What has got you for Rothen this week?
1: Um Fuck, I'm barely alive. Plenty of things uh, yeah, got for you- in the last weeks. <laughs> um, as usual. A little froth on a snorkel actually in Cottesloe that um, oh, no man. one no one really knows about. It's so rare, right? There's the Cottesloe groin, like Indiana Tea House, right in the middle of fucking Cottesloe where everyone goes and everyone swims on the north side of the groin. But on the south side, there's a break called Isolators, which is probably like 100 metres south of the groin, but literally right next to the rock groin is this dead flat reef, probably a foot and a half deep most of the time. Um, and you can actually snorkel across the top of that, and there's heaps of good stuff in there. And then it drops off to about 10 or 12 foot deep quite suddenly in a little undercut um, reef. And because it was easterly for two days in a row on the weekend, I went down there two days in a row. It was incredible. The photos, mate, it genuinely looks like Fiji, like crazy tropical fish. There's a big wobbegong shark like hiding in the reeds. I like thought we couldn't see it, and I, I understand how people like, Get bitten by those things because you stand on them. It was literally attached to rocks, like stuck to the rocks, hiding underneath the weed that was going back and forth in the current. And so I could have Sick. just stood on it, and, yeah, gone chomp. Well, I saw those photos um,
0: that you sent. It did. It, it looks, um, yeah, pretty impressive. Crazy. To think that that's like,
1: yeah, a like, right the capital there. city
0: kind of setup.
1: Yeah, Very And um cool. Under everyone's eyes, and you rarely see people snorkeling there. But big buff, like schools of buff brim that are like up to half a meter long, like. Um, heaps of good stuff. Yeah, it was. I mean, look, the, you know, coral wasn't exactly alive, but um, it was, yeah, really, really underrated. So like, chuck some snorkeling gear off if you're um anywhere around Perth, like even up down Trig when there's no swell in summer. Like, it's well worth getting around and having a look what's down there. But I genuinely spent a couple of hours down there, mate. It was fucking sick. So you could probably yeah, be said for, proper, for a lot proper. of
0: places as well. Like you'd be surprised what's what's under under the water you know, yeah. Under the, under the water even in um some of the more what you'd expect to be a bit shit you get under there and there's some cool some cool life going on
1: yeah so that was my proper froth and i've got uh tickets to the swellions in perth they're like put on up. a show like down the street the fucking swellions swellions up the fucking swellions yeah they're um they're the loosest podcast about surfing, getting around, and they do these yeah. live shows around Australia. And they're here. The live in shows
0: Earth. are so loose. Have you listened so, to many of them?
1: <laughs> yeah, a couple Gary, of them. And like, Gary Elkington,
0: have you listened to him?
1: Um, nah, I don't
0: think so. Oh, look, listen to it tonight. He's a full blown fuckwit, but it's so funny.
1: <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> yeah, they're proper loose as. Anyway, there that's happening round the corner from a house. So I might fucking have kick ons at mine, mate. You never know what could happen. I've got two Get the tickets. Boys around. So you're not Get gonna be born. in the country. Yeah. Well, when unless is it? You're on hang on, when out. is it? First of May. I've got the tickets right here.
0: No, I'll be in uh I'll be in Dubai. Unless the coronavirus
1: delays me spreading um, rumors. Hopefully
0: I can come and yeah, I won't be spreading rumours. I won't be using other people's social media you won't be
1: driving a dirty car yeah taking any photos yeah carry what on what the
0: dirty car one I didn't hear that
1: um you're not allowed to drive a dirty car around oh, even though it's so dust dusty yeah right yeah you cannot drive a dirty car yeah
0: well if anyone in Sydney wants to buy a Toyota RAV4 hit us up on the Instagram if anyone in Melbourne wants to buy a Toyota Yaris both in good condition <laughs> full service history <laughs> A uh, hundred less than a hundred thousand Ks on both of them. Twenty fifteen, both of them um, need to sell fast because the owner's moving overseas. So yeah, make me an offer.
1: Good, <laughs> taking taking. I like <laughs> it. Um, what's got you frothing, and Andy? Apart oh, from this right. job, moving out of the. Oh place. look, I don't,
0: yeah. This is most of my last couple of weeks have been around this this job and trying to get it and do paperwork and figure out how it's going to work. But I came across this. So not heaps has been getting me frothing this yesterday morning frothed me big time. And it ties into the tune that we're going to play tonight.
1: ooh, ooh I'm so, excited.
0: I YouTube just threw up this random thing about, um, uh, what's the desert in the North of Africa, the Sahara desert. The, so there's the, there's all these bands coming out from, the Sahara Desert, that play blues guitar and they shred. And there's one in particular that they called out. and I was like, oh, yeah, right, I'll have a listen. It's called Madu Mokta. And they're fucking epic. So they're from northern Africa, from Niger. How do you say it? Nigeria. Nigeria.
1: Yep, Nigeria.
0: It's so yeah, it's a dangerous one. They're from Nigeria. I, and this is my explanation. They're the African version of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, mixed with Dope Lemon, mixed with Jimmy Hendrix, and wow, they've got it. Yeah, wow. And there's an album. Their latest album is called Ilana the Creator, and it's fucking epic. And I'm going to play a song off it.
1: Where where can we listen to these guys? What's the? Oh, they're on
0: Spotify, YouTube, everything. I've just bought their album on Bandcamp so that we can play it. Um, Does yeah. that? But that, that I why, listened to, it. so I found it, it yesterday that. morning. I put it on in the car, and normally I listen to podcasts because so I got like a forty-five minute drive to work. I listen to this album two times through. It's just frothed out. It's really good, and you might not agree, but fuck you,
1: I don't care. It's sick. It's my podcast, and I'll play what I want to.
0: That's right, Madhu Mokta. Ah, uh, what what song are we gonna play? Do you got anything you want to add while I look for this song?
1: Um, I want to the push up challenge, mate. Oh, um, all oh, the week yeah, I yeah. failed. On, um, exercise, but we're supposed to throw down. We're in Perth next, but um, yep. we're we doing a podcast Friday, so let's chat about it then instead.
0: Okay. I just got to tell you, I'm behind. I'm only on keep week trying. six, and I failed one. So I'm still going. I haven't given up, but I am behind. So I wouldn't have been able to do it this week. But, okay. but I keep want, going. I'm still
1: you were going, to get there. going. Yep. And that's for everybody 50, else. Out
0: there. I did 50 push ups. At three o'clock in the morning with a drunk dude the other night because we were talking there about some go. shit. And he, I was like, Yeah, man, I can do 50. I was like, I don't know if I can. And we just knocked out 50. So I was, I'm halfway there, definitely.
1: There you go. And would you have thought that you could do 50 push ups six weeks ago?
0: Not, no, no. I was struggling to oh, no, do no, 20 no. six weeks ago. So
1: fuck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But I did fail oh, like- this week because it was
0: 36. With a 60 second break and then 40. Oh, that was a hard one. And yeah. That's, that was rough. I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't in the right headspace for it. I fucking pussied out towards yep. getting the 40. Yeah. I think it'd be easier if you did it
1: with a partner. If you got a partner to do it, you go, you bang. It. Of, well, this is it, mate. Yeah. This is hard partnership. It's only 10 minutes. Like even the ones I'm doing, I'm on week seven and they're really long. Oh, it's like there's about a short eight amount different. of time numbers, but it's less than 10 minutes for a workout and you just bang it out. The problem was I sweat for 25 minutes afterwards but just boom get them out. Keep going everyone that's doing it. We're going to yeah. get keep,
0: keep going. We'll get there. I think we should I'm thinking unless I fail a few more it'll be two two more weeks I need. How far off are you? Like you failed one but are you back on track or you've been sick on now? Track.
1: So I would have been doing the last one exercise today um, but um, obviously not or yesterday I would have done the last exercise but I'm not because I didn't get out of bed for 36 hours prior to today <laughs> so uh yeah I'll probably yeah. be behind a bit as well but no, I was I get
0: missing days when I was traveling for work I would uh, do yeah. it the first day in the hotel I'm like yeah I'm going to do this this week and then just fucking forget about it and it'll be on the piss for some reason and yeah. yeah, it's just just poor form, basically.
1: Consistency really yeah. shows. Anyway, um, okay, we'll chat about it on Friday. If we do this podcast too. Okay. I'm going to bed. Are done? It's my first fully sober yeah, podcast. Go to bed. Surely fully, not.
0: Yeah, but you're not really sober. You're sick. It's like the same as being pissed.
1: Yeah, my brain's all fucked. Um, play the song. I want to hear it.
0: I'm- yep. So the band's called Madu Mokta. The song's called Kamani Taranin. It's in another language, um, and I just recommend going and listen to the album because it it's fucking sick. Um, yeah, so Madu Mokta Buru. <laughs>